On this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast, those boys have finally learned what to do with their dick Lucifer. To the Winchesters out there getting possessed, to stop the apocalypse, just follow these steps. Step one. Find out there's a box. Step two. Get the rings for that box. Step three. Sam jumps in the box. And that's the way you do it. Dick in a box. Welcome to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. I'm Diana. I'm Liz. Doing some finger guns. And uh, we are on season five, episode 22, Swan Song. It is our season five season finale. It is. We have made it all the way through to the end of season five. Wow. So exciting. Crazy. There's Crazy. still so many more seasons to go. <laughs> there are, which is exciting. Also exciting. Uh, so this is our season finale episode. Mm-hmm. So as I, I would say, as always, or as is tradition, it's what's tradition now because we did it last time. So now yeah. I'm doing it, doing it again. So it's, now it's tradition. Uh, so uh at the end of this episode we will have the season five trivia so stay Mm -hmm. tuned for that where we'll grill diana on how much she remembers from the past 22 episodes in great detail and liz liz told me to study did did i study what did you do instead i drank you drank yes and ate good food you know like Mm. like you do wouldn't, wouldn't be the first time I put off studying in my life. Um, so what have you been doing besides eating and drinking? Uh, so, you know, we, we celebrated New Year's. We are in 2023 now, folks. And so um, <clears throat> had some time with the family and had a pretty chill night at home for New Year's Eve, along with um, people with large amounts of ammo that they were shooting off into the sky in my neighborhood. <laughs> it was... Uh, it went from being like, I mean, it's not funny, but like at some point you're just like, oh, what do you do? And then it got to the, oh, this is not comfortable. I'm going inside now kind of scenario. Um, <clears throat> and then we were, didn't feel like crap on New Year's Day. So we got up and went to a car show with friends, which was super fun. Way to spend the daytime and drink some beers at a car show at the, at the Hella Shrine. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. We we're just getting back to work and things like that. Um. I know I'll, I'll share, uh, that, um, I haven't, one of my old doggies, um, I've shared pictures and stuff with y'all before, but, um, Ash is, is hitting the, he, hitting his end days and is, uh, struggling along and we'll probably be saying farewell to him very soon. So that's my sad news of the day, but. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm sure everybody knows what it's like to go through such a horrible loss and it sucks so so we all have hugs to ash and to you thank you but how about yourself i was gonna say now dick is out of that that depression hole so it it is but you know we have yeah i'm like so on that note how are you uh no but um it's you know 
I won't, I won't go down the rabbit hole on it. We're just uh, moving along and going to work on Duchess this weekend and fun stuff like that. Vroom, so vroom. vroom, vroom. How about yourself? What have you been up to? Um, I took the Liz staycation where I did not leave my house for many days and just spent time editing and finishing a project that I've been working on for a, what seems like forever. And I guess technically it was forever because it was a compilation of all the bands I saw in 2022, which was a lot of fun to put together. And I got to you know learn some new things, learn how to do some more voiceover stuff, which was you know, exciting. And, you know, so I spent, see, like, I am the nerd, whereas I told Diana to study and she am out drinking. I spent my New Year's holiday from work studying and learning. I mean, I didn't drink that much this year, to be fair. I, 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 I was also it. getting wasted while I was doing it. But uh, I mean, I wasn't getting wasted, but I did drink a lot of cider. And then I I did not feel great the, like that night. And it wasn't that I was like hungover. It was just, oh, my tummy didn't like all the cider. And so I got woken up by that, which is just like, it just sucks. It's why we don't drink that much anymore, because it's not fun to be like woken up with your gut in the middle of the night being like, what the fuck are you doing, you middle-aged woman? Stop drinking so much. So yeah thanks guts we were laughing at the car show we got to so the car show started at like 8 a.m and our whole club was like let's meet at 10 and so i was joking i'm like we're all old enough that we can get to a car show in the morning on new year's day but not old enough to get there at 8 a.m like there's like this perfect like in between i'm like no no we can still get there in the morning but we ain't getting there at fucking 8 a.m in the morning yeah that's a good that's a good decision (laughs) so well we're gonna talk about swan song it's a pretty traumatic episode swan song swan song yeah so this is season five episode 22 I don't know why I'm very like cautious about that like number. It's very, it's it's very obvious. Is. It's definitely episode 22. This first aired on May 13th, 2010. And I think I was getting distracted because I was going to say, oh, hey, this is directed by Steve Boyum. And the, the thing that's really important about this episode, besides the fact that it's, you know, the finale for season five and holy shit all the stuff that happens in it this was also Kripke's last show as showrunner and he Mm. steps down at this point and because he basically ended his story with here right and so coming after him will be Sarah Gamble who we've been seeing you know right for the Mm -hmm. past you know a few seasons and she'll take over as the showrunner for the next two years Uh, so and he was very positive about moving on it was nothing negative so I think there is just a lot of it's just you can tell like it's just a lot of emotions and finales and just things that were in this episode Oh, so we get um we get our uh, a little bit of Kansas in our in our recap going into this episode as a, as we do at the end of the season recaps, um and then we open with um some footage from a GM plant of a Caprice being manufactured in 1967. 
And it's this great industrial film so cool. footage. I, yes. I love it. It's so like saturated and it's so gorgeous. I was like, oh, I, lo- I loved those like, you know, made for GM. Like mm-hmm. and the people who made those movies or those those things are always cool. Anyways, sorry. No, it was awesome. It was really neat. Um, and we've got Chuck narrating. So this is interesting. We know we've got Chuck. I mean, we had Chuck a little bit in the last episode, but now we've, we're going to have Chuck for real, like it looks like. Because he's narrating and talking about how three days after this this Caprice was manufactured with all this fanfare, the Impala was made. Baby came off the assembly line. Um, and and oddly he describes- enough, that makes it roll off on April 24th, which is Eric Kripke's birthday. Ah, that's funny. I didn't know that. That's good. Funny how that that happened. And he, Chuck's writing and talking about this, the Impala, as it could be the most important object in history, which is okay. Now your interest is peaked. As everybody knows, we are fans of Baby. We love the Impala. But that's probably taking it a step further than we would have just as a regular viewer at this point in time, in my opinion. So um, he talks a little bit about the previous owner who was Sal, Sal Moriarty, 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 I can't even say it, who purchased yeah, the well, car off the, off the, you know, from there. And he was an alcoholic. So, and Yeah. And it's Sal Moriarty. So uh, another nerd reference. So. That's a reference to the two main characters and on the road, Sal Paradise and Dean Moriarty. Oh, okay. So bringing that Kerouac theme back into yeah. here as you. So a lot of these references we'll see like kind of popping up through here. Ah, oh, all right. I missed that one. Dang. Um, and basically he was, he was an alcoholic, but he was also like a proselytizer. So he kind of like was trying to go to preach at people, but yeah. So the he, Chuck's comment was the brothers probably would have been amused by this. Yeah, so basically but, he drove around in the Impala with Bibles uh-huh. trying to save uh-huh. people and warning them about the end days. Yes. And that's yeah. not ironic at all. No. Not at all. Not at all. And then, by uh, good fortune and a recommendation of a friend, wink, wink, John Winchester purchases the Impala in our story beginning. Ooh. It was a really fucking cool intro. Not gonna lie, I was stoked about this intro. Very happy yeah, about it. It's very nice. It was very nicely done. And it, we, yeah, go ahead. It was a nice departure, I think, to kind of have like a little, because it grabs your attention right away because you're like, wait, what's happening? This is totally not what I expect right now. But at the same time, it was still so tied into the story. You weren't like, what the fuck is happening? It was a nice balance. I take. That's my hot take on it. So. Cool. All right, and so we cut from there to Sam drinking a beer on the hood of Baby. And seriously, this is where I'm telling you, they're drinking problems, man. Like, they're just drinking all the time now. All the time. Here's my other problem is there was literally an episode of Judge Judy the other day about how you shouldn't sit on people's car hoods. And these guys do this all the time to their car. It's very distressing. Anyways. Why was it on Judge Judy? Because somebody was suing somebody for sitting on their fucking car hood and denting the shit out of it. Well, yeah, but baby's hood, like, you won't dent baby. She's hmm. made a tougher shit than that. That okay. was probably some crappy, like, Kia or something. Anyways. Uh, so Dean tells Sam that he is up with Satan. Yeah. And that 
But yeah, if, if if he if Sam wants to do that plan, then fine. Dean Dean's okay with it. But he's not letting him do it. But I'll back him because he's a grown up. Um, goes against you know Dean's instincts, but he's always been watching out for Sam, and that's part of his identity now is to watch out for Sam. But Sam's not a kid anymore, and so Dean needs to grow up too. And if anybody can do it, it's you. <gasps> Holy shit! Did Dean just say something positive to his brother about his brother being able to do something? Yeah, it's pretty touching. It was a, it was a very nice speech. It was. And then we go so. from something that was very nice to something that's a little distressful. Yeah, they're uh, draining demons for um, their blood. So we got milk jugs, milk jugs full of demon blood. Yikes! And of course, at an industrial site because we of couldn't course. go without one. <laughs> we have one abandoned industrial site at least. Um, yeah. So. Bobby's waiting outside and uh, Dean makes a crack about him being eye level now. I was like, oh, that's freaking harsh. Damn. But anyways, they just drained all these demons. So it's all the go juice that Sam can drink. Ugh. This also just seems like a very weird thing. And, you know, we'll kind of get to it later, too. But that's just a lot of things to be consuming. I don't think you should be transporting them in milk jugs, whatever. Uh, but Bobby is, like, basically, he's like, okay, whatever. Like, you've done that. I've got some omens here. Let's let's start going through them. He just starts flipping through, basically, his news of the weird. Yeah. And what stands out to Dean? Fucking Detroit. Of course. And... As we all should remember, Detroit is, I guess, I don't know, I prophesize the right word? I don't know. Detroit's supposed to be where Sam says yes. So it kind of checks out, but also is concerning. It always had to be Detroit. Mm-hmm. So also, I think it's like, so it's Detroit. Like, is it a car thing? I don't know. Uh, but so the devil's in Detroit and they cut to show a very anxious, anxious Sam. He is just jumping out of his skin. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so we've got Sam, Dean and Castiel in the car. Castiel's pretending to sleep in the back, but. No, no, no. He's sleeping. Uh, Sam points out that angels don't sleep when he says that, but that's because Cass has become so human that he's, not he's sleeping. Angel-y. He's not an angel anymore. He's a base. He's just a person. Well, at this right, point. right, because he's lost so much. Okay, well, Dean's telling Sam like, "Look, I got a bad feeling because this shit's in Detroit," which is, I mean, <laughs> we can make Detroit jokes, but I know a lot of people that really like Detroit, so I'm not going to sit and do that right now. But, um, but that's what all of the signs have pointed to for so long. And so is it some kind of a trap and, you know, just worried about it in general. Plus he was never really like into this plan anyways. He's just going along with it. And Sam's like, look, if things go our way, I'm, you know, I'm not coming back. And he asks Dean to promise not to try to get him back. Yep, he wants him to go find Lisa and have a normal apple pie, boring, boring life. Yeah, but Dean's like, your hell is going to look more like Graceland. You can't ask this of me, but... No, like, your hell is going to make my hell look like oh, Graceland. Oh, yeah, yours, that's what, your hell is going to make my hell look like Graceland, sorry. But yeah, so... Because Dean's been there, he knows what to expect, and he's never really shared what his experience was there, right? And you kind of wonder at this point... If 
is it better or worse that he hasn't shared that with Sam since Sam's going to go face hell? I think he shared some of it with Sam, like when he was going through it. So I think he has an idea and especially about like, and and I think Sam like has fucked enough demons by now that he should know, but it's like, you know, he, he's, I I think he is well aware of, of what he's getting into. Okay. Well, all right. Well, we've got, um, Bobby's scouting demons in Detroit. And uh, we get our little in an alley. We get Sam and and Bobby kind of doing an awkward hug farewell. It was really sad and sweet, but awkward. And it's like a hug and a little pep talk. And then Bobby's too teary-eyed. He has to turn around. Yeah. And Sam is very puppy dog throughout most of this. And then he Mm -hmm. offers Cass a handshake. I'm like, what are you? That's just that's just weird. And then he asks Dean to not watch him chug his gallons of blood, which I think one this just seems physically impossible to do like so much fluid you cannot well you can't like you can't chug that like in water and you certainly like you know milk like that makes like people who do like those milk challenges and it makes them like really really sick like and how are they keeping this blood from not coagulating like is this like chunky blood? blood remember it's not real blood but is human blood out of there? So do, what does the demon blood not coagulate? Do we not know that? Is it not going to mm-hmm. be like you're having one of those, uh, one of those tapioca ball like drinks where you're just like slurping it with a straw and then just like, little- <laughs> like boba's in like boba <laughs> blood boba tea, blood boba tea. <laughs> like that is what I think this is probably like. Gross. Now it's chunky. Thanks. Thanks for that. Well, it's <laughs> also that. warm. Like it's been in the trunk. Like they didn't put it in an ice chest or anything. They have beer in well, the ice chest. It straight out of the. They were, he was drinking it straight out of the arm. I'm sure it was warm then too. And it's a different kind of warm in your trunk. I don't know. Like, not 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 exhaust flavored warm trunk <laughs> demon blood. <laughs> I just don't know how he's not vomiting everywhere, but instead like, and, he's... and vomiting blood. Cause if you've ever known anybody who's like accidentally swallowed a large amount of blood, like it's not like your body doesn't process who that. Do well. you know who swallowed blood? Well, not intentionally. Like I knew someone that had their tonsils. My sister, she had her tonsils out. Anyways, it was a whole thing. As an adult, it was a whole thing. And the stitch blew and she saw much blood. She yacked blood. everywhere. It's a whole story. Anyways. Yeah. Cause your body doesn't, you don't, you don't want to your body doesn't like it oh god i'm like i've been so close to vomiting like for a half like ever since i started talking to you oh my god what is wrong with you okay so i didn't do anything i'm just sharing a, a true story oh i was bad all right. jesus all right don't so don't throw up. um but anyway so but no i think it's physically impossible to drink that much of any fluid yeah any and- fluid it's not that it's the demon blood. It's not that it's been in a warm trunk. It's not that it's got chunks in it now. It's just that your body literally, you just literally cannot consume that much liquid. Yeah. And like, so yeah, I, I, I do feel kind of sad that we got deprived of the scene of him chugging it too. Right. And I'm right? sure that like, give us like at least a shot at least of like one. Come like, on. Like him, like standing, like with the blood, just like coming, like with milk jug, just like, blood dripping out of it and just like coming down his face like come on give me that and like 
And he like barely didn't even have like a like barely a drip on he his face. He didn't have I'm any like, like fruit punch mouth. Like no. what? Like he got all good at this now? Like what the fuck? All of a sudden he learned how to like what did you put a straw in there? Do you just like make it like a Franzia box and just like put like a <laughs> little straw? Straw and, like, on the side and, just... and i'm like i don't know if anything i could like especially we've already discussed how hard it would be to drink that much fluid at all but that much liquid and not like from a jug and not drip anything like no i don't buy it that no. was no no okay all right so all right. instead what he does is like he basically is uh just uh, chest beating testosterone come at me oh, satan yeah. come at me yeah He's ready and calls them sons of bitches. And so the demons let him inside. And also, why and are the demons dressed like feds? They are, but they, yeah, but they have been a few times lately. Like when they were the, all the ones that were serving the, like, the yeah. Like did somebody put together? Like someone in hell was like, "All right, we need to have a wardrobe d- discussion about what is appropriate for your outings, demons. This is a uniform you will be wearing: is black skinny tie, black black suit, white white fresh shirt. That's just it. That's what you wear now. Yeah, that's what you wear now. <clears throat> somebody watched Men in Black finally and decided that they were. <laughs> Or reservoir dogs too many times. Anyways, so yeah, uh, asked, uh, Dean asked the demon doorman if their father is home. Mm-hmm. And he's there, and he looks like shit. But we cut to yeah, he real gross. Lucifer is really gross, real gross. And we cut though to Chuck continuing to narrate about the Impala. Oh, um, some lovely and ta- Impala shots really lovely and he talks about like the cool thing about it is how over time the winchester boys family whatever really made it that car theirs from the army man that sam shoved into the ashtray and got stuck to the legos in the vents um that dean put in there that it really just made this vehicle unique to them and that even when dean rebuilt baby from the ground up he put those things back which is really sweet and wild okay what so it shows the little bastards carving their initials into the car fuck those little shits man like no that's not oh, cute that's fuck not those cool. little that's assholes all right so two does that mean like he shoved new legos in like did he go buy an army man did he go fu- like how how did he do, like how did you make this happen did He's like, well, okay. the Lego seems a little bit ridiculous because really you can't see it. And it was really just like a rattle in there. That's what they said. You know, that's what he says. So I'm like, that's really just annoying. I would have left that out. Like, why would you put that back in there? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, that's our Lego. Stupid. Fuck that. Oh my God. That would be like, like, what do you have? Like in the back, like your back seat, like something that's off and it's just like, making a little noise like and you can't mil- tell, what, you can't tell what it is. Cause it's like in your back and you're just like, but you yeah, hear it all the yeah. time. Yeah, no, no, thank you, sir. Fuck that noise. But the army man, I mean, you can buy an army man and shove it in there, I guess. I don't know. That's so weird. It is, but I thought it was sweet too. Carving the like, initials, I thought, well, I thought it was I sweet until it, you pointed but... out. I thought it was sweet until you pointed out how weird it is. I should say, be right. It's really fucking weird. Yeah, but um, he does. Uh, Chuck does say this very beautiful line of "It's the blemishes that make her beautiful." Yeah women you should like any time a man tells you that he's trying to fuck you but it's really it's really nice it is nice so uh we cut back to lucifer who is 
has been dropping the temperature in very distinct pockets in Detroit, and that's how they knew to go there. But he's talking about how it's icy around him because people assume that he's fiery, but he doesn't run hot. I'm cold, baby. I'm cold. And he ices up the window and he draws this little pitchfork in it. And I think it's kind of adorable. It's a cute little pitchfork. <sighs> Instead of not, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a Ron Weasley scene. Um, no. All right. So, uh, but he, Lucifer is kind of confused why or he's acting like he's kind of confused why Sam and Ian are there. So Sam mind, mind kills two demons. Yeah, watch me, Satan. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, big flex. And uh, Lucifer comments that Sam is chock full of Ovaltine. Yeah. And Sam wants a deal. Want a deal, man. Yep. Um, So, you know, you can use me as the vessel, but you got to protect Dean and bring John and John and Mary back, which I'm like, that's a stretch, but okay. Um, yeah, they and... just start throwing their parents into this, like throughout this episode yeah. too. It's just like, and the parents come back, like, what the? Okay, like we you want to like, bring people back this. from the dead from a long time ago? Like this okay. is a weird jump now. Not just like, not just please don't kill my brother. Now you're like, okay, also these people that have been dead for fucking years. Can you bring them back to life, please? But like, I just, mean, I'm not trying to be mean about then, it. I'm just saying I mean, they just like brought Adam back to life. Like apparently this is not that hard mm. for them to do. So at this point, yeah. I'd probably be like. Yeah, just bring them back. But maybe they, you know, maybe they deserve to rest. I don't know. Wouldn't that be really but, complicated? Like, how would you get an ID and like credit? And then like, can you get an address? I mean, no passport. You're gonna be fucked for that. It's gonna be very confusing. I wonder if we will security. ever ask those questions on Supernatural. Who knows? All right. So Lucifer is cold. Sam is amped <laughs> up. He wants to use the da, 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 da. he wants a deal. And he, but Lucifer is on to their plan. Yep, he knows about the rings. Fuck. <gasps> no! He is on to us, Jeeves! And then there's a bunch of emotive close-ups through this entire scene. I just have to point this out. We get a lot of, like, close-up of Dean's face, close-up of Sam's face, close-up of mm -hmm. Lucifer's face, and they're all very emotional about this whole thing because it's intense, and they want you to know it. Yes, yes. And Lucy likes the idea of the wrestling notch in Sam's head, which I also mm -hmm. like the idea of Lucifer and Sam in a wrestling notch inside his head, but they are dressed as luchadors and it's the the wrestling match in their mind in my mind is much better than probably what it was. But he does say uh, Lucy says a fiddle of gold against your soul says I'm better than you. And I was like we they really lost a chance to start playing Charlie Daniels here. I think it would have been really nice in the background i would have okay. wasted opportunity i think so yeah he's just he's like look one round i got you lucifer lucy lucy knows that he can take out sam in the in the mental war in sam's head once he's the, once he's taken over as the vessel dean's not stoked dean's kind of like the fuck the plan's falling apart this is not cool we had a plan yeah so we get a bright light flashing though, and then um, Dean throws the rings against the wall and starts the incantation. Well, Sam says yes. I think we you missed well, that. Yes, Sam says yes. Well, he says he's going to proceed, and that's when Dean gets mad. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're they're going. Yes. And so then, yeah, he gets the bright light. We've got 
Dean opening the portal with, with the some, rings. Yeah, with some duop lyrics. Uh, he says, "Bivatman, Tabgigays, Babylon, Lon, Lon," which, according to the transcript, it like translates to "Open the mouth of the cave of the wicked," or "Open the mouth of the cave to the wicked." Oh, to the wicked, but. I think that's just a made-up thing because I put those words into Google Translate and they didn't recognize it. So unless it's hmm. supposed to be like Enochian, uh, which is possible, I guess. Yeah, that would make sense, I guess, right? Um. So it's real windy inside and then the wall collapses in on itself and there's a portal. And Sam has been on the ground. He fell down when the bright light happened. And now he stands up and he says that he can feel him and there's a struggle. And then he gets to the precipice of jumping in. And then his whole look on his face, his demeanor changes. And he turns and says to Dean, I was just messing with you. Sammy is long gone. It's Samifer. He is back. And then he starts speaking in Klingon. And he says, Quarter, Brevartmar, Tobgus, Babylon, and the wall closes. Bamalong a ding dong. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, Dean. And, and so Samifer grabs the rings after the portal closes. And Dean is just like trying not to cry. Yeah, it's he's sad. he's not happy, and Lucy also br- takes a chance to brags that he was right that it would always happen in Detroit, and he poofs, he gone, and then and then Dean does cry. He does, poor Dean, sad, sad Dean. So we've got Samifer in an old building. It looks kind of like like a foyer in an old building. Yeah, and he's surrounded by people underneath this very tacky chandelier. It's not good. It's in really poor lighting. Like, I don't know. It's just, it looks a little dusty. I don't and know. all the but people are dressed weird and they look kind of like zombie-like. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. It's very bizarre. But we've got Lucifer talking to Sam inside his own head, saying that I can feel you scratching away in there and I can take the gag off. And he can do that by looking in the mirror, kind of, and talking to himself, which is real weird. A kind of an interesting effect, but also real weird and confusing. Yeah. It's pretty good acting there, Mr. Padalecki. And yeah. the mirror scene was also director Boyum's favorite scene. He said that he cracked the mirror very specifically so that the vantage can move from one part of the mirror to another part. So when you mm. watch like how, you know, throughout the scene and through this one and the next one where they're talking in the mirror, you see mm-hmm. like as it shifts in there, like their faces, it's, it's really, it's really well done. I really like it. Yeah. No, I agree. It was really well done. And it gave an opportunity to give a voice to Sam because Sam wouldn't have a voice here otherwise. And with this change in the storyline, I think it was critical that that Sam had some kind of a voice here. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessary, but very beneficial. How about that? Yeah. And very shockingly, uh, he's mad. (laughs) Yeah. Weird. He's mad. And Lucifer wants to insist that he's not a bad guy. Oh, yeah. Not not shocking. No. But... He does, he, Lucifer does use the, I guess it's an acronym of probably like a text shortening, uh, MFOE, which is, means like you're made for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, so he's like just stoked. Lucifer's stoked, two parts of the whole, but now he can also read all of Sam's mind and he's gonna monologue real hard about it. He does a lot. Basically saying that Lucifer was his real family all along and you weren't really running away from your other family that were really just a placeholder. You were running towards Lucifer this whole time and it doesn't have to be a bad thing. I really just want you to be happy, Sam. I let Dean live. I can bring your mom and dad back. Uh, Sam's like, I don't want anything from you. Hmm. Hmm. But Lucifer's like, well, we can get payback. Here are all these people that we're working with with yellow eyes this is your life azazel's gang watching you since you were a rug rat well and not just watching you interfering with your wife one of them like so creepy yeah the girl in there in that terrible dress was his prom date so his prom date was a demon so that's really this no wonder sam was so fucked up like yeah he had people fucking gaslighting him his entire life he had a grade school teacher a friend a prom date like all of these people and then one that they really don't say much about but there's some other people there yeah, and I also think it's just very strange, though. I mean, it's not strange, but this seems like very much like a cult leader trying to go after a vulnerable person and bring them in, right? And say, like, I am your family. They're not your family. You were always right. one of us. And here, like, you know, we can do this thing together. This is, you know, we'll be, you will get your revenge through this. Like, don't you want that? And that'll bond you to us, Like, which are all things like people would be doing, trying to take advantage of another person. But it's clearly not going to work, not, not work on Sam Winchester. Like, I think it's right. weird that he thinks that this type of manipulation would work on him. Like, maybe, like, old, like Sam, I don't know. I don't know if it would ever work on him. It just, it seems a weird approach. I, if I was trying to bring him to my side, I would approach him differently. Just saying, Lucifer, whatever. You're not manipulating yeah. well. Um, but Liz is taking notes for her future cult. Damn straight. Cult is way better. <laughs> Uh, but he's trying to get Sam fired up and on his side by saying like, look, you've been getting jerked around like a dog on a leash. And so let's, let's blow off some steam and kill all these people or these demons because they've been fucking with you your whole life. And I just, he just, he, this guy, like Lucifer, I say this guy, Lucifer this thinks, guy, yeah, this, this guy, guy, this guy, guy. <laughs> get a load of this Lucifer. Who the fuck does he think he is? Well, it's like, he's making a big deal about how he reads Sam's mind and he knows what Sam thinks. And then he, but he obviously doesn't know Sam very well at all because of how he tries to approach him on this stuff. Well, I, I think know. it's also, he may, he may know Sam, but he sees Sam through his perspective and well, his perspective true. is so fucked up that he's not actually getting the point of most of this. Right. He's seeing, he's seeing Sam being angry and frustrated and jives like, Oh, I can latch on. Those are emotions I get, but not, right. not seeing the, I love my green army men part. Right. So. Right. Anyways, so we cut to Detroit and all these TVs that are like showing the news. I'm like, does that still happen? I guess people would just be looking at their phones now instead of being like lined up. Well, I don't know if that ever really happened, but <laughs> did, did you ever crowd around a window looking at news? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We also, but we also lived in like, this was, this was only 2010. So, I mean, that seems kind of weird to happen then. Right? But, like in the past, there was like a time where not everybody had a TV in their home where there wasn't a way where people were going to tell you when there was breaking news. And so I guess if you walked by and you saw it, that's how you'd watch it. I don't know. 
fair. I'm just saying I never did this. So anyways. You cannot uh, personally relate to this experience. I, it <laughs> seems like a lovely me. experience to share with people, but um, anyhow. Uh, so Cass- but that's great. It starts with an earthquake. Birds yeah. and snakes and airplanes. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. Because it's the end of the world as we know it. I don't feel fine. I don't. Uh, so, also, it's really disturbing, like, watching this, when, like, during the week of a whole bunch of really bad, like, natural disasters. <laughs> Just, like, San Francisco is about to get, like, taken out by a flood, like, as we're doing this. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's bad fine. Timing. Bad timing. It's fine. Everything is fine. <sighs> yeah. So we've got Dean and Castiel and Bobby together now. And Cass, Cass points out that, that it's starting. And, and Dean's annoyed. He's like, what What else do we do? What else can we do? And Cass's suggestion is to drink copious amounts of alcohol and wait for the inevitable. I, I like your plan, Cass, which is also what I plan to do during the end of days, which it could be now. So let's keep imbibing copious amounts of alcohol. And But Dean's just kind of mean to Cass here. And I don't really forget. And then he like gets kind of worse. And he's just like, he really forgets that word's hurt. And he calls him a junkless sissy. And I'm just, yeah, not I don't nice. like it. It's not nice, Dean. It's not very nice. Well, they're just trying to fight. He wants to know where the battle's supposed to happen, and it's the chosen field, and no one really knows where it is. Uh, but basically, Cass has given up. Bobby has given up, and it's just mm-hmm. really, really sad. It is. It's a very sad scene. It's like they've all just like, okay, it's what it is now. But not Dean. Dean is not giving up. Nope. No. He is not a junkless sissy. He is not a junkless sissy. We got. Uh, Samifer is uh, now sitting around with a pile of dead bodies because he killed all these creepers that stalked Sam's life. And there's a whole lot of blood. And then there's a weird eye contact in the mirror between Lucifer and Sam. Yep. That happened. It did. But we get away from this awkwardness to back to the story of Baby. And also some of the backstory about Sam and Dean. Yeah. Oh, we've got them talking about them driving across the country for Aussie shows and Jayhawks games and pool hustling and, you know, watching the stars sitting on the hood of the car for hours. And it just never occurred to them that they were never, in fact, homeless because they had the Impala. Uh, no, they, they, they're totally homeless. They, they don't have a home. They're fucking drifters. Don't go home with them, ladies. They they do not have a home. Living in your car is hustling pool. Don't no no red flags. So many red flags. They are homeless, Chuck. <laughs> so uh, we see Chuck has his phone ring and he answers, asking if it's Mistress Magda, but it is not. It is Dean. Oh, him and Becky did not work out. Poor Becky. Very Rosen. sad about this information. I was very disappointed for that. Uh, and I think by he's saying that he respected her too much means he couldn't bone her. I don't know. Poor Becky's still not getting any. Oh, uh, poor Becky. Well, Dean's alone in baby, and he's telling Chuck that Sam said yes, but Chuck already knows this. Um, he's you know he's writing pages on it. But is he writing pages on it? Because he's been writing about the Impala. So I'm very confused about this. 
He, we haven't seen everything that he's written. Maybe he wrote, already wrote it. I don't okay. know. So, but Dean wants to know where the battle's going to happen. He knows it's, and Chuck tells him it's tomorrow high noon at Stull's Cemetery, which happens to be in, outside of Lawrence, which is where it all started. Cemetery! Ooh. Ooh. So, which especially makes sense if you think about this being crypt, the end of Crippy's arc. Right, it they does. have that yeah. kind of symmetry back to Lawrence. So it makes sense. So Dean wants to know if Chuck is aware of any ways to, you know, short circuit the whole, everything that's going on other than the rings or what happens next. But Chuck's like, I, I don't know yet. So he, uh, he hangs up as uh, we as Bobby and Cass show back up, and Bobby's like, Yeah, you're going to do something stupid. I can tell because you got that look. <laughs> I think I get that look on my face too sometimes. <laughs> I was like, it's fair. I like it. Um, but Dean's like, yeah, I'm going to go talk to Sam. Um, you know, if we've already lost, then I've got nothing to lose. So, and Cass is like, this is a terrible idea. You're just going to go watch Michael kill your brother. And he's like, well, he's not going to die alone then. And he sobs that up. Yeah, I'm die alone. Uh, but he's very emotional. And it's very sweet. And it's very sweet. And he gives him baby. And drives off. And we yeah. cut to Stoll Cemetery, which is actually a real place and did actually have a reputation for involving Satan and is allegedly a gateway to hell. I don't know my my Whoa. voice just went like that when I said hell. Uh it is a gateway to hell. Oh, I don't ooh. my lights just dim too. Ooh. Maybe I'm summoning. <laughs> don't summon anything right now. <laughs> You just want me to wait until after the podcast to complete my Correct. summoning? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so those rumors, though, were uh, popularized in a 1974 issue of the University Daily Kansan when a student claimed that the devil appeared twice a year, once in Halloween and once on the spring equinox. And then suddenly, you know, people started having stories. But the stories were big enough that in 1993, Pope John Paul II had his flight rerouted so that it would go around the cemetery. <laughs> Which I think is pretty funny. Um, that's, that's, that's a little concerning. <laughs> right? Like, what does the Pope know? And the, so, the, I don't know. The fucking. But the Pope's like, no, thank you. We're yeah. just going to go around the gate of, the gate of hell, gates to hell. So, yeah. uh, since obviously, though, this is a very popular place with trespassers, especially in Halloween, it is patrolled by uh, the sheriff's office. So, just a warning if you do go and you get caught, there is a maximum fine of a thousand dollars and up to six months in jail. So okay. up to you if that is worth trying to open a gate to hell. Got That's it. That's probably not there, but could be. Hmm. Hmm. But well, I kind of like got... the cemetery, anyways. It's very over. It's not stall cemetery, really. Like right. obviously, it's a it's a set, but I like it. Like it's just kind of overgrown, and it's just like it's. It looks like the tombstones look like they'd be interesting. Well, we've got Sam of first standing, admiring a crow, and we get uh, McAdam, Michael in the vessel of Adam, appearing. Or Madam, as I called him. Uh, but, you know, but they can't believe it's here, and they're both ready. And, like, doesn't this seem a little anticlimactic? Like, Very. just, the, they have a, just first they, Well, they kick off with a staring contest. There's no one there to watch this. Yeah, like, why aren't there angels or demons, like, like, watching, being like, this is, like, the fight of, like, the eternity, right? There should be some popcorn. 
Why is there not cotton candy and beer vendors? A bedding pool, like a chick with like a sign and a bikini, like, you know, something. But no, it's just two dudes standing in a field. What the fuck is this? It's weird. It's weird. It's a letdown. Maybe there's like a pay-per-view like people are watching it on and that's how like, like maybe they're like in bars like across like just like heaven, just like all like everyone's like watching it. That's hilarious. They would be so mad by what happens. <laughs> be paid for pay per view. What? The Bullshit! Fuck? I want my money back. Uh. Um, so he's uh, basically Samifer decide after they do the little greeting to each other. Samifer is like, "Hey, why? We, do we really have to do this? Like, why do we even do this?" And madam's like yeah we have to because of what you did but he's like no it's not my fault god made me this way um and made me he wanted to have a devil so he made me the devil and there it is and he just wants us to fight what's you know why why do we have to do that it's a test from him hmm we can just walk off the chessboard and this is very interesting, right? So we have Lucifer really actually saying, hey, we don't have to have an apocalypse. We can stop being pawns of our fucking father mm-hmm. and yeah. just end this right now. And then Michael is like, no, I'm a good soldier. I'm a good son. And he has this very interesting line that says, you're a monster, Lucifer, and I have to kill you, which is very yeah. interesting being that this is supposed to be you know, Dean, Dean saying this, right? Which you could totally hear those words words coming out of dean's mouth and something that he would be saying to sam like and probably Mm -hmm. like if sam had ever gone super dark side yeah i just i just thought that was a very interesting it's a really good parallel yeah yeah for sure but lucifer is not stoked on this statement that has been made and he uh samifer is like nope i'd like to see you try so Right then, we hear an engine rev. Wait, before the engine run, they decide they're going to fight. And they have, like, a, a Sharks of Jets moment where they just start, like, circling each other. Circling a little bit. Oh, yeah. And they're just like, we're just going to go <sighs> in a circle. Oh, no. what Because this is how fights start. We're just going to walk around each other this in how, a circle. This is how people who have never been in, been in or seen a lot of fights think fights start. I would assume that Lucifer and, and Michael have been in some fights. No, I mean, like, the writer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. But I've also I've also seen drunken boys like bro up this way too. That's true. That's true. That's true. Oh, I'm like most of the time though, somebody just somebody hits the other person and that's it. Like it's like oh we're fighting. Okay, that's what's happening yeah. now. Someone just gives up. All right, so now I'll get to the awesomeness. Sort of- yes, we've got the engine rev. We've got the radio cranked. Rock of Ages by Def Leppard's playing. On Dean cassette. Is- on cassette Dean that he is, purposely picked out so he purposely like went through his tape collection and he was like all right rock of ages yeah and he pulls into the cemetery and says howdy boys sorry am i interrupting oh wait oh wait real fast what has five uh what has five arms and sucks i don't know def leopard It's also uh, okay. So my other my other Def Leppard <laughs> reference always makes it stuck in my head now is there's a band called the Bloodhound Gang that Yes, oh, they were terrible. Early, one of their, terrible. I love them. Love them. One of their earlier albums. Pretty they sure they don't hold up. Sure, pretty sure they don't hold up. 
<laughs> there was there's a there's like a whole like breakdown in one of their early songs and it just goes over and over, over again just says the drummer from Def Leppard's only got one arm the drummer from Def Leppard's only got one arm and just says it over and over again it's really funny by the way now whenever... yes he's also very awesome with one arm but anyway, he's an sorry. amazing drummer he's it's not amazing, a knock yep, at yep, all it's yep. it's very impressive it's a good song not my and not also my band, like, but it's a good song i also just really like the fact that it starts with gunther leaving glocken globen I don't yes. know what the fuck that means. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Dean's like, let's talk. Uh, and Lucifer's like, uh, no, you're fucking dumb. What the hell are you doing here? And Dean's like, no, I'm going to talk to Sam. But uh, Madam's like, uh, Dean, you shouldn't even be here. You're not the vessel. Uh, so bye. But Dean's like, nah. Sorry, Adam. I didn't mean for this to happen to you. And Michael's real shitty. He's like, Adam isn't here right now. Yeah, Madam's hmm. real mean. I don't like it. And he calls Dean a maggot and tells him he's no longer part of the story. I'll do whatever the fuck I want, Madam. Rude. Rude, rude, Madam. But then we hear, hey, ass butt. What? It's... Castiel and Bobby are there. Oh my gosh. And Castiel has a Molotov cocktail full of holy oil. <laughs> and he chunks it at Michael. McAdam. Whatever his name is. Madam. Whatever we're calling him. <laughs> and yeah. And Madam just burns away screaming. So mm-hmm. Cass made sure that he brought his hipster holy oil with him. And Hey Asba is clearly one of the show's like greatest lines of all time. And yeah. If anybody who has seen the gag reel for this is, can also, like, I, I highly recommend, you have to search it down if you don't have the DVDs because of copyright shit. So, yeah. but it is available on YouTube. You just kind of have to look for it. It's kind of intermixed and things. So, I uh, highly recommend going to watch uh, Misha Collins throw a glass bottle at Jake Abel and just have it, like, pop, bounce off him. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So, but we, but Castiel tells Dean though that, uh, Madam McAdam, Michael Adam is going to be back, but you got about five minutes to try to talk to Sam. Sam is pissed at Castiel. He's like, Oh, uh, you just dicked with my brother. That's not cool. And his reaction seems a little extreme because he snaps his fingers and Castiel explodes. He fucking exploded Cass. He exploded him. I don't think there's any other actual word for it. He exploded him. He exploded him. He exploded him. There's blood splatter on Bobby. There's fucking nothing left. Castiel was exploded. And it is very upsetting and distressing. Because this is all like kind of like a little standoffy kind of build up. And then it's like, oh shit. All of a sudden. Yep. Crazy. Everybody's upset, obviously, except for Samifer because he's a dick. Uh, and Dean tries to talk to him again. Sammy, can but... you hear me? <laughs> and he's like, uh, I try to be nice, but you're just a pain in my ass. So he throws Dean and Bobby is not happy about this. So Bobby shoots at Samifer. So Samifer turns and flicks his wrist and breaks Bobby's neck and Bobby dead. Fuck. So now it's, we're down to just <laughs> Dean. We got Sam's. <laughs> possessed by the fucking devil 
We've got Castiel has been exploded out of existence into a pile of blood vapor. And Bobby just got, he just got his back fixed and now they broke his neck and killed him, which is weirdly ironic and sad and gross, but whatever. Um, it's just that, and uh, oh damn it. I'm with, with the, what was the thing we did last week? What was the thing that we did last week? Uh, 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 the thing the, where, where people die and, but they're, the death is coming after them. What's the fucking movie? Um, Final destination. Final destination. <laughs> He's finally getting his final destination. Yes. So, like, he didn't, you know, he got healed he and get... then he died. No, it's, okay. yeah. There we go. We can't final all be winners, folks. They can't all be winners. Right. All right. All right. <laughs> we got there. We got there. Um, so, Lucifer just starts beating the fuck out of Dean. That's, that's really what it is. He's just beating the shit out of him. And he tells Dean that, yeah, Sam's in here and he's going to feel the every time i i'm gonna break all your bones and he's gonna feel it all yeah he's mad you know, he's slow. really mad so yeah it's very it's a very uncomfortable it's really being uncomfortable scene. yeah it is because dean's not even really fighting back he's just saying it's okay i'm here i'm not gonna leave you while he's getting pummeled in the face and he's looking beat like his bad bad <sighs> But then what? there's a twinkle, a literal a, twinkle, a literal twinkle in Sam's Samifer's eye. His pupils change and he sees the little army man in the ashtray and he pauses fist in the air about to pummel Dean in the face again. <clears throat> but he starts flashing through all the memories in baby with Dean from childhood to present. And it starts slow and then they go faster and faster and faster and faster. And it ends in a hug and he un unfolds his fist. <gasps> Sam's in control. Sam takes the wheel. Yeah, I I still cry because you know it's their brotherly love that that back. really brought it brought him through, right? Mm -hmm. So Sam tells Dean it's going to be okay. I've got him, and he pulls the rings out of his pockets. Remember. Lucifer had shoved those in his pocket after he or Samifer yep. put so them in he his has pocket a... earlier. So he has them. So he throws them on the ground and he starts the incantation. And this is where I was like, okay, this is a very different scene because it was on a wall before. Why didn't they just do it on the floor before? I don't know. Well, like... maybe he was in an upper level. They were in an upper level. So that, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's a magic portal. I don't know if it matters. Um, but well, anyway, yeah. so we've got. I would Dean rather watching... walk forward than down. I don't know. But jump in i don't know so we got dean watching as this portal opens up and the wind picks up again but guess who's back mcadam aka madam and tells sam like nah it ain't gonna end this way we've got a fight and that's it it's my destiny it's my destiny mm. and mm -hmm. but sam just throws himself backwards a big mm -hmm. like all six foot five or however much battle lucky moose there is just all just like flailing backwards <laughs> Get out of the way. Padalecki's falling. <laughs> Trustful. <laughs> um, so he goes backwards. But we've got uh, a problem kind of because you see uh, Madam McAdam grab at Sam. Well, Sam like, nah, you're coming with me, brah. And pulls him with him. Oh. So now both Michael slash adam and lucifer slash sam all of them have fallen into the portal the pit and the ground they're all going the to the pit. And, the pit and yeah and the 
portal closes, the pit closes, whatever, and the rings are, are on the ground, and it's just Dean. And by himself with his face beat to a pulp, and it's very sad. It's very, very sad. And so you could tell, like, that's a lot of prosthetic makeup. And Ackles was in that for over six hours. And, like, besides just, like, the makeup, he also had, like, cotton in his cheeks to make his cheeks look puffier. Yeah. And then he had, like, all, like, the fake, like, blood shit, like, in there, too. But they said the biggest problem is that, like, Ackles kept pulling tears during the scene as, like, he was, like emoting mm-hmm. in the yeah. and they kept welling up behind the prosthetic because the prosthetic had his <sighs> eyes was his eyes closed so they had to keep opening the prosthetic to drain out his tears that's sad and gross yeah and how uncomfortable oh my god like they don't pay i was about to say they don't pay you enough but i think they paid you well, a lot mm-hmm. um but yeah that's a that's a lot of shit to go through damn i read that i was just like that's I think it, but that was also right when I lost my contact too. It was like, I, I totally know what this is like, man. I just lost my contact. It can relate. Totally relate. Uh, <laughs> but then, who's there? It's it's Castiel. <gasps> he's alive. What? And he's, he's angelic. He is. He's better than he was before. And he boops Dean and makes his face not beat up anymore. And then they kiss passionately. Oh wait, that didn't happen. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, okay. They look like they want to. But Dean asks Cass if Cass is God, and he's like, "Nice compliment, but no." But I think he brought me back, new and improved. And then he goes to Bobby and boops Bobby back to life. Yay! Bobby is back from the dead. All right, cool. So now we don't have to worry about that one. Phew. Okay. <sighs> so, yeah, and and Dean's got the rings. We cut back to Chuck's narration. And he's talking uh, about how hard it is to write endings because no matter what, fans are going to bitch and it's just a raging pain in the ass. I think someone's letting out some feelings. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <sighs> so we've got Dean driving with Cassiel. And Cassiel's like, I'm going to go back to heaven with Michael in the cage. It's going to be total anarchy. So anarchy I'm going gonna... <laughs> to go be a sheriff uh, up there, basically. And Dean kind of talks shit about him being God's bitch again, but he's like, yeah, whatever. Dean's not thrilled about this. But Castiel's like, no, it's God helped us, so I'm going to go do my, my my role. But Dean's like, well, all I got was a brother in a hole and, uh, you know, nothing else that I asked for, you know. Where's my cheeseburger, goddammit? Why aren't my parents back from the dead? All I get is I'm sitting here alone. Where the fuck is my prize, bitch? But mm-hmm. Cass then righteously points out that this is what you asked for. Like this yeah. is this is it. This is what you this is what you and you knew this is what you're gonna get. Cass yeah. sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. And he kind of asked the question too. He asked Cassiel asked him, Would you rather have peace or freedom? That was an interesting question. But anyways, so Castiel poofs away to go back to heaven. Poof. Bye. But we've got, now we've got, you know, Dean and Bobby hugging it out and saying bye. And it says that it's the last time that they'll see each other yeah. for a very long time. Chuck is still talking time. over this. Yeah. So yeah. Chuck is the so one saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, sorry, I said, it says, it says, it says. It says. It says. Yeah, Chuck it says. That it's the last time they'll see each other for a very long time. Ooh, what does that mean? 
But Dean drives away. And uh, apparently this time next week, Bobby's hunting a Rougarou outside Dayton. Rougarou! <laughs> but um, Dean's not hunting. It's no, not. he's and, not. And it cuts he, to he, him. Driving to Lisa's door. Because all he wanted was to die or bring Sam back. He wants to die or bring Sam back, but he promised that he wouldn't do either of those things. So he's going to do what he promised he would do and go to Lisa. And she answers the door and asks if he's all right. And he said, if it's not too late, I'll take you up on that view. And she says, it's never too late. Yeah, and I was totally crying again at this point. And she hugs him, and she tells him everything will be okay. Blah, blah, blah. And we cut to well-dressed Chuck. Uh, yeah, he changed clothes. He did. He looks a lot better now, doesn't he? Yeah, he's dressed up a little more. Hmm. A little more professional looking. Hmm. Hmm. And he surmises that this was all a test for Sam and Dean. Good and evil, angels, devils, God. And in the end, they made their own choice and they chose family. And I was fucking bawling at that point. Angel family. No one chose family. Ah! And then he says, endings are hard, but nothing ever really ends. And then Chuck poofs out of his chair. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck did Chuck go? I don't know. What happened to Chuck? We get one more scene at Lisa's house. Dean looking pretty zoned out at the dinner table with Lisa and the kid. But the streetlight outside flickers. And we cut outside. And we see a person watching the house. It's like a creepy <gasps> fucking stalker. It's Sam! Or Lucifer! Or Samifer! What the fuck? I don't know. There's a big old moose outside underneath the streetlight. Ah! Ah, cliffhanger ends. Cliffhanger. Boom. Well. No. All right. So before we unpack all of that, it is time for, as promised, our season five <sighs> trivia wrap up. All right. So here we are for season five trivia. All right. You ready for your first question? Oh, God. Yeah. Please be more excited. I'm very excited. I'm just nervous. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's your first question. How many times did Dean die this season? Oh, shit. I mean, I know once for sure. I'm trying to count backwards, though. I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with once. I think it's wrong. It's low. It was once. He was shot by Walt in episode 16, Dark Side of the Moon. All right. We're going to do the same question, but with Sam. How many times did Sam die this season? Well, he died in that same episode. And... I'm a, I'm I'm gonna, I mean, yeah. Let's say it once again. No, Sam died twice. Twice. 
Because in episode 13, the song remains the same. He was stabbed by Anna. And then That's right. This Winchester boys die more than anybody I know. All mm-hmm. right. Okay. So now name as many of the major characters who died this season. Go. Well, we've got this, obviously Sam, okay. Dean, Castiel, Bobby, Adam. Okay. Uh, Ellen, Joe, and well, and Anna died, right? I mean, yep. And then I'm um, blanking. I mean, the three of the four horsemen. <laughs> no, yeah. they didn't all die. Take that back. They didn't die. And three then, of the horsemen. Um, well, no, they had they just had their fingers cut off. Yeah. Yeah, two had their fingers cut off. I think I think famine died, but that was it. And then shit. I don't know. That's a lot still, though. It's still a lot. You got you got, you got a lot of points. I also would have accepted uh, Gabriel, who was killed by Lucifer in episode 19. Oh, right. Jimmy Novak, who was killed by Raphael alongside Cassiel, but, you know, it's kind of a meh. And Nick, because uh, he just died. And then also Zachariah, who was stabbed by Dean in episode 18. Oh, Zachariah. Was a good yeah, one. that would have been a big one. My bad. Yep. Okay. All right. Oh no, I lost my numbers on this. Okay, so Four. what are this is I think it was question number three. All right. All right. That was number three, yeah. Yeah. All right. So what was the hashtag the SPN family was tweeting before the start of season five? Was it Lucifer is rising, Lucifer is coming, Dusty Yell Forever, or Horny for Dean? Lucifer is coming. Yes, that is correct. Although I wish it had been horny for Dean. That would have been. <laughs> I'm sure that's been popular at some point. At some point. At some point. All right. In episode six, I believe the children are our future. Which of mm. these did not become an instrument of death or destruction? Itching powder, joy buzzer, whoopee cushion, or glitter bomb? Whoopee cushion or glitter bomb? It's both. That is it's fucking that's idea. I was <laughs> like, wait a minute. I don't remember either of those. There was technically a whoopee cushion in it. Uh, yeah. That was ended up being a prank. In the magic shop. Yes, yes. And it was ended up being a prank on the set. So I just had to throw it in there. So. <laughs> All right. When Sam's body is taken over by the young stud Gary in episode 12, Swap Meat, what is the drink he orders while he, with Crystal, a.k.a. I would like to have the sex with you, hits on him? Was it a mojito, a Shirley Temple, a banana daiquiri, or a white Russian? Banana daiquiri. It was indeed. <laughs> All right. These next four, I'm not going to, you're going to have to answer four things, and you're not getting Uh-oh. multiple choice. <laughs> Name the horses. For the four horsemen. So name their cars. Okay, so War had the red Mustang. Famine had the Escalade or large SUV, whatever you. you know. um, Pestilence had the shitty station wagon. That's as much description as I'm giving. And then. Obviously, 
death had the 59 Cadillac sedan to build. Yes, yes. We want to be more specific. Famine drove a black Cadillac. Well, that drove was driven in a black Cadillac Escalade. Tricking. Pestilence yeah. was in a green 72 AMC Hornet wagon. And War was in a 1965 Mustang fa- Fastback, which ironically, Kripke originally was going to have the boys drive instead of the Impala. And when Ugh. he was originally writing the, show, writing the show, he was like, hey, I want to give them a muscle car. And that was his first choice. And then his neighbor told him that it had to be a 67 Impala, Impala because you can put a body in the truck. He says, you want a car that when people stop next to it at the lights they lock their doors. Ooh. And I'm like, damn, I want to be in a car where I pull up and people lock their doors. Oh, sick. That'd be so good. So well done on the cars. I, f- I figured you would do well on that one. Oh, okay. yes. So in Changing Channels, the boys have a theme song. Sing it. No, I'm just kidding. Unless you can. Can you <laughs> nope. do it? <laughs> nope, I cannot. <laughs> Woo! Okay, all right. So we're gonna you're gonna get it's a- like, oh shit. I can't even get the melody. Like my mind my mind right. just went so, totally blank when you said that I'm like <gasps> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the lyrics and have you fill in the lines. All right. So okay. it's together we'll face the day. You and I won't run away when blank together we'll face the day. So is that blank we'll do it our way? When demons come out to play, you've got to pay to slay or ain't scared no way. I want to say it's when demons come out to play, but I don't think that's it. I think it's we'll do it our way. It is when demons come out to play. (sighs) When the demons come out to play. That's right. Shit. All right. So uh, there's two left. There's two left. All right. So question number nine. Which of these was a panel at the first supernatural convention in episode nine, the real Ghostbusters? Was it made in heaven, Dusty L? Demons inside, the trouble with Sam? Frightened little boy, the secret life of Dean? Or dig your way to thin, grave digging for health? I think it was frightened little boy about Dean. Wasn't that the real one? (laughs) It was that one. I would go to all of my panels, by the way. <laughs> I like the grave digging to health. I'm like, oh, I'm surprised someone hasn't made like a digging like mm. thing now, like exercise. You would just have like one shoulder, like a hunchback. You have to change arms. You have to change arms. Oh, oh I couldn't no. dig the other way with my non-dominant hand. Oh, no. I know, it's weird. You remember when I was like uh, doing like a lot of pistol training and stuff, like in order mm-hmm. to be like learn how to shoot better with your left hand or your non-dominant mm-hmm. One of the things they always said to do was to try and get the toilet, grab the toilet paper roll with the other hand than what you normally do. And that practice like gives you like practice with dexterity. It's really hard to do. I, I recommend trying to, yeah, try and grab the toilet paper with your, with your other hand. It's, it's hard. That's funny. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways. All right. So our final question. And yes. I just had to bring this back to my boy, Ash mullet of, of my heart. Which of these people did Ash not meet in heaven, according to Dark Side of the Moon? Johnny Cash, Andre the Giant, Einstein, or Keith Moon? Damn. I don't remember. 
I want to say it was. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Totally. Let's let's say Einstein. I don't think that's no. It, it was Keith Moon, and I just put that in there because I was fucking with you because you didn't know who the who was the other day. So now I'm just that's fucking totally. with you again because you don't know who Keith you. Know, Keith Moon is also I know dead. Who Keith but... Moon is, but still. <laughs> Uh, so that that wraps up our trivia for season five i hope everybody enjoyed it diana did much better than she usually does i think she's pretty good i think she secretly studied what she said she was drinking i I think she was like i'm drinking but she was like looking through back episodes so i'm proud of her look at me or she cheated off the person next to her i don't know i don't (laughs) have to do that There's, there's no one next to me. It's all me. I did all right. I did all right. So there's just like a notepad, like it's stuck in the back of Kevin. He's just like sleeping on the floor, and he just like... flipping pages with his foot when he scratches. Uh, oh, so... All right, so let's unpack this episode a little bit. Whew. So I will tell you, going into this episode, I did. It is, you know, if you were watching this in real time in 2010, and this episode happened. I would be mad if I was watching it because I'd be like, A, WTF is this is the series ending. Then I'd have that cliffhanger and then you have to wait months for the episodes to come out. So I will say I, I will say that they did know that it was going to be renewed, although I think okay. that they did not know that when it was no, they knew it was going to be renewed uh okay. when it was being written and when it came out. Uh okay. so that was not a not an issue for the fans, although originally That's like good. at the beginning of the season, I know that was a question, but I think by the time this happened, they they knew it was That's it good, because that would have been very upsetting. Um, Unlike the Winchesters, then, which still it's still up in the air, guys. They still haven't decided. Mm, by the way, I just checked. That's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um, so I think that's interesting. Um, and then I, um, I think it would just be a really tough cliffhanger to sit through. Luckily, I don't have to do that because I'm just streaming that shit. But um, yeah, I think that would be really difficult. I mean, I wanted to know ex- immediately what's going on next. Uh, and now Liz is making us take a week off. I'm just kidding teasing we're gonna take our annual or our Our annual 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 break our break between seasons um of the show but um but yeah i think you know i think this was a really important emotional episode where we got a lot about sam and dean's relationship there's a huge growth for their relationship right because we kick off the whole episode talking about how they're going to Dean's like, look, I got to let you grow up and I got to grow up. My job can't be to protect you all the time. If you think this is what you want to do, let's fucking do it. I'll back you. And I think that's huge. Um, and then he comes around and he's like, look, we fucked up, but I'm not going to let him die alone. So I'm going to go out there with him. And um, I, th- I, th- I just thought it was a really a massive emotional growth for their relationship, which is cool. Well, I also think, you know, really the idea of, the boys on this American road trip, which was always Kripke's vision of this, you know, boys at a road trip hunting monsters together. You yes. see that a lot in the flashbacks when we start talking about the Impala. Oh, sure. Really yeah. so much in the, this is about brothers. It's about family. It's about what we've done on the road together. And together is the key. Together we'll say but yeah so i think that it was really really key for that i I don't know i just thought it was like a really i thought 
yes, we had an important story arc here with them trying to avert the apocalypse. But the other important story arc here was really their relationship and how that and how that's uh, evolved and but also always been there and they're both acknowledging it. I think that was really big. Yeah, but then they cut it in half and they, they sent one of them to hell, but he's not in hell. He's outside stalking them by the window of Dean that was just, just real creepy. yanking on some woman's chain. What the f- what are you doing? It's fucked up, I Dean. I feel kind of bad for Lisa. You should feel bad for Lisa. This is not okay. This is a man who like keeps popping in and out of her life and just like, oh, like, I'm going to come run and to you. And her child's life. And her and child's life, worse was yeah, that's even worse. And now he's all sad and fucked up because it's like his brother is dead, and it's not like you're gonna say no when someone shows up at your door going like my brother just died, and you're like and I'm oh. real sad, and, and I'm crying. sad. Yeah. Like of course I'm gonna like come in, like, but it's not fair to her or the kid, no. and because we know your heart's not in this, you're just doing it because Sam told you. Why aren't you doing what you want to do? And I don't but know. Sam, but Dean had already given that up because he came and said his weird, awkward farewell to her, which was also questionable. And now he's back after saying that farewell. Fuck and you. Even worse. Fuck you. Like, I'm sorry. Because, you know, like, she'd be texting. She's like, already mourned She's him. texting she's to her, Diana, off. like, oh, my God. Do you know who just showed up at my door? Fucking Dean. Dean Winchester showed up <laughs> on my door after that weird. Remember that shit he pulled, like, a few months ago where, yeah. like, people were sucking, like, brains out? Remember that shit when he was there and he just took off? You know, he's back. He just showed up and he was, like, crying and he wouldn't come in and he just, like, left. Fuck that dude. And then, like, that's what her friend's saying. Like, fuck that dude and then she's like well dean showed up again and she's like what the fuck why did you let him in like her best friend is really mad right now a furious furious so mad how dare you bring (sighs) this homeless drifter back into your house oh he lives in his car committing credit card fraud do not let him into your home with your child (laughs) no lisa you can do better that's it that, that is a whole you know i think that was the, the underlining story of all these five seasons of supernatural is that <laughs> Lisa, Lisa can do you could do better <gasps> oh. uh, so, so it, but yeah i was, can, now i guess the questions that we're left with as viewers that are not answered obviously in this episode is the cage that they got lucifer that was lucifer's cage can it also hold michael i mean apparently they can go in but is that going to work is that why it didn't work and why sam or fur sam lucifer whoever the fuck it is is out now or is there something else amiss or or they decide to work together i don't know but i think that was you know it was we don't you know you don't really know if the cage can hold the two of them that's two angels not one no good point so I don't know. I, mean, I guess we'll find out. I was just pontificating. Uh, well, yeah, I think um, it was a very emotional episode. Yep. Very emotional episode. Yep. And originally Cass wasn't supposed to die. That really? ended up getting changed. And originally he was just going to be flung and then decided to kill him. And I think that makes more sense too, because he can come back and have his, his super yeah. bona fide angel powers again. Right. It wouldn't have made sense if he had, they had just flung him. Yeah, they had to. They had to explode him. Exploded him. Yeah, it was exploded. No, it it's a very him. emotional episode. It really brings it. It really like brings you know, the the I guess the heart of the two of them together, the relationship, you know, and and what makes the show. And so yeah, it's it's. Sure. I think it's a really good season ender, and I think it's a really good end of the run for Kripke. And I'm excited though for season six because you know you know how quirky Sarah Gamble is, so surely mm-hmm. some shenanigans will be afoot. 
I like shenanigans. Yeah, I do. And the way they did the Chuck portion, I'm really interested to see what's up with Chuck. Um, what's up, Chuck? What's up, Chuck? And then uh, I'm like, once again, when we talked about it already, so I won't harp on it. But the way they they integrated the story of the Impala into the whole thing was just really well done. Yeah. It was a cool way to connect the story arc. It was, like a, it was a good love love song to baby. It was. One of our favorite characters she is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I got. All right. Well, with that, I think we will end this. We'll, we'll, we're going to take a week off. We're not taking a huge break. Uh, I'm going to take a week off. And we will see you guys then. Cheers, sir. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a Don't Get It production. Meow. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.